Welcome back to another episode of Good Skin Circle. This is your host, Ashley Curtis, and I'm ready to share some of my pearls of wisdom in business today. No matter what business you're in and what magic you're trading for money, these five tips will undoubtedly help you if you're just beginning your journey. I'm sharing them with you today in hopes that you won't have to go through and make the same mistakes I made in order to get to the place that I'm in now, which is a place of trusting my intuition, crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's in business, and really understanding where I should focus most of my energy most days of the week. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, There's never going to be an easy way um, to tell someone how to run their business and it's never going to be as easy as drawing up a blueprint or creating any kind of like fireproof formula or a guaranteed roadmap to quote unquote success, mainly because success means something unique to every different person. But by sharing these mistakes I've made, I hope I can save you some time, energy, and heartache so that you can put more of your time, energy, and your heart into Uh, your craft and into the things that really light you up because ultimately the more successful you are, the more lit from within that you are, uh, the more that you're vibrating high and the more successful that you are, the more successful our industry is as a whole. And I know deep down, just like I hope you know too, that we are all connected and the more we can lean into this connectedness um, instead of straying away from it, the happier and more fulfilled we will all be, which is precisely what my definition of success is. So without further ado, let's dive in. The number one thing that everyone in business should do if they don't understand money and if they are not good at bookkeeping is to hire an accountant as soon as humanly possible. Hire a bookkeeper who is savvy at managing finances for the people in your industry and who understand and who are well-versed in tax law. If you sell products like most of you do, make sure that you're paying your quarterly sales tax and then, of course, your state tax and your federal taxes. There are three different types of taxes, you guys. Do not mess around with taxes or try to pay them once a year if you are self-employed. This is especially wise to do for those of you who are making six figures or more because it ends up being quite a bit of money once a year, even if you (laughs) expense your life away, if you put everything on expenses all at once, and it can be devastating to part ways with that much cash at once, um, once a year, rather than just keeping up with your taxes and paying your quarterly taxes, which is four times a year. And any good uh, financial advisor, accountant, um, any good CPA, any good bookkeeper is going to advise you to do this as well. Just trust me on this one because I know from experience, um, and it was a huge wake-up call for me after I had my first six-figure year in business, um, pay your taxes so that the IRS can't interfere with your life and that so you can sleep at night knowing that you're not going to go to prison for tax evasion. My second tip is a little bit circumstantial because there are always exceptions, uh, but I've talked to enough people (laughs) 
my clients and friends who are in full agreement to know that it's at least worth mentioning here today uh, because it's that significant. Be very cautious about or just don't hire your family to work for you if you're in the very early stages of growing and scaling your business. We always want to believe that our family has our best interests at heart and that our family will work just as hard as us in our businesses because they love us so much and they only want to see us succeed beyond our wildest fantasies. But Here's the thing, no one will ever work as hard as you do for your business or want something as bad as you want something for your business as you do. And it can be hurtful to bring family into this equation, um, especially early on and realize and come to the realization that they have their own life and their own agendas, just like you do. Bringing people in that want your business to succeed and grow because they have the same visions as you do about success and because their dreams and their goals are in alignment with yours is very different than just bringing someone in for convenience or bringing someone in because they're your family. Of course, if you have a family member who has the same goals as you, the same life experience and the same work ethic as you, then that's great. And that's work and that works hopefully and lucky you. (laughs) Um, But make sure your goals and your visions um, are your priority if that's the case and in alignment and don't ever hire someone just because they're your family. Uh, This can probably go for friends too. Um, I personally have not really hired someone who is just my friend first. Um, I have only hired someone who is my family. But like I said, just make sure your goals are in alignment um, and make sure that the reason you're not hiring or that you're hiring them is not just because they're your family. Um, Make sure it's not just because they need a job or because they... um, because you want to give them an opportunity. Um, It doesn't end well. And if it ends really badly, you don't just lose an employee, you lose a family member, um, which is heartbreaking and devastating and something that no one should willingly put themselves through. Number three is reserved for my favorite tip, and that is to always trust your gut, your intuition. That feeling that something is off or on about a client, potential partner, associate, employee, uh, or a questionable situation that you might find yourself in. This might be something that you hear all the time, and it might even sound cliche, but it is such a hard thing to abide by, and it's sometimes hard to even know if we're getting signaled by our gut to do something or stay away from something, or if we're just being dramatic or impulsive, or if we're being a wimp and not leaning into scary things. Trust me, I'm all too familiar with uh, facing my fears head on. And I know it's difficult to determine a gut feeling versus a reactive feeling, but the best advice I could give to anyone and something I often have to remind myself of during difficult decision-making is that you can have a gut feeling and then proceed in the opposite direction with caution. If you need to, you'll eventually 
get really comfortable making snap decisions regarding your gut, but you can always check in with yourself before going in the opposite direction of what your gut says and say to yourself, I have a feeling about this that might be true, but I'm going to proceed the other way with caution and let the universe take the reins. Just telling yourself that, that act of, um, of checking in. This adds a layer of accountability and brings more awareness to your intuition, right? Your gut feeling. Um, and this gives uh, your gut feelings and your intuition a foundation to build upon. This is what has helped me really develop my instincts, not just in business, but in every aspect of navigating through life and relationships. And just keep in mind that you are a beautiful work in progress and that you don't have to have all the answers. And some of the best lessons are learned the hard way, but you do have an inner knowing and developing that inner knowing is going to help you more than anything else in business. My next tip is, of course, a self-care tip because I wouldn't be who I am and I wouldn't have what I have in my business of caring for others if I didn't have to learn the hard way to take care of myself and to save myself first. (laughs) Um, After years of constant burnout every four to six weeks and feeling like I always needed to break free from my grueling 12-hour-a-day, six-day-a-week work schedule, I finally cut my client schedule in half to create a different lifestyle for myself and to work on my business rather than spending so much time working inside of my business. You don't have to take drastic measures like I did, but I would highly recommend making sure that your happiness needs are able to be met and that you're going in the direction that you want to go in long-term if you feel like I did and you're constantly feeling burnt out. Another easy way to incorporate self-care into your daily life is scheduling breaks within your day that are centered around physical movement, stretching, rest, and deep breaths rather than only scheduling yourself breaks for food or for bad habits, like let's say smoking, for example. Um, I know most of you don't smoke cigarettes, (laughs) um, and if you do, I hope that you can break that habit very soon, um, but you get the idea. Another great self-care tip someone recently shared with me a few months ago is to schedule one treatment for myself every 10 treatments um, for every 10 treatments that I do on other people. So for me, this is facials, but for you, it could look different. This has really helped me stay connected to my treatments. And just as the universe would have it, it has made me into a better facialist. Talk about an instant karma situation and really a true testament of how self-care will help improve your business tenfold. Um, Ultimately, getting into the habit of creating Uh, room for self-care and treating yourself can only benefit you and create infinite waves of growth and possibility for you and for your business. My last tip is to be very picky about who you associate yourself with. If someone actively lowers your vibration or the vibration of your community, uh, every time you talk to them, every time you consume their content online or share space with them, it's time to cut your losses or seriously reconsider um, 
what role they play in your life. Um, Surround yourself with people who are focused on bettering themselves and strengthening the community that we all share. Um, I can't stress this enough, but we really are the sum of like the five people that we surround ourselves with most. And this also goes for acquaintances and people that we are just like loosely acquainted with. Maybe online is a good example. Um, seek out and get close to individuals that lift other people up and help other people win and shine. Stop paying attention, which is your most valuable asset to anyone who constantly stirs the pot or manufactures drama in their own life or in the life of others or in the business of others. Um, if you see someone like constantly putting someone's business down um, or trying to create drama in someone's business, it's not a good sign. And if there's anyone in your circle or in your feed who uses their energy or their platform to put others down and put other businesses down, cancel people or bash brands, consider letting go um, just so that your vibration doesn't suffer. Remember that everyone is going through something, especially in business, that no one else understands and that being kind and surrounding yourself with kindness is the only way to thrive in business and in life. Um, but you can't save people and you can't change people. Uh, but you can be kind and you can let go with grace when you need to. You don't have to make it a big thing. Uh, you can make a strong effort not to burn bridges in your professional career, but uh, just know that it's okay to release toxic energy uh, by simply paying no mind to it anymore. Business is tough and it's not for the faint of heart. And you know that if you have one, um, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. Um, and then any time spent trying to bring others down is time that you could be spent elevating yourself and elevating the people who are in your circle and ultimately vibrating higher. Uh, when it comes to cancel culture, I always like to think of what Mother Teresa said when she was asked why she doesn't participate in anti-war rallies or protests. She said, I will never do that, but as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I'll be there. I hope you enjoyed this little micro mini episode and these tips. I have some really fun specialty masterclasses coming up for you guys very soon. And if you enjoyed this episode, definitely share it with a friend or with a colleague or with anyone who could benefit. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tag us on Instagram at Good Skin Circle. See you next week.